0: Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Miles, host of the Words, Wobbles and Wisdom podcast. I'm a writer, I'm a Christian, I'm a radio show host. I love to talk and I love to eat. Words, Wobbles and Wisdom is always body positive, always food positive and sometimes funny. I want to bring honesty and hope to the long term world journey. But even if you're not someone who loves food enough to wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator, You'll always find some encouragement here. Feel free to get in touch. You can email smile at or find me on social media at AmoWriting. Enjoy this week's episode of Words, Wobbles, and Wisdom. Hello there. It's me, it's Anne-Marie Miles with Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Thank you so much for getting in touch to say, where's the episode? Yes, 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 I know I'm late, but here I am. Here I am. And uh, I'm really looking forward to sharing this story with you. I've been away. I went away for a week with my sisters and I had a lovely time. And i had been kind of toying with telling you the story. And it's funny, isn't it, the way things all kind of fall, fall together. If you saw on social media, I shared a photograph of myself when I was... I don't know, were I four or five, six in the photograph? I'm not sure what age I was. And I have to say that for many years, that photograph has made me sad, even though it's lovely and it's cute. And I'm, you know, I've got this little dress that I've obviously grown out of, <laughs> but there we go. I'm still wearing it. And um, I had a little handbag with a dog's face on the front of it and, um, I have this kind of frightened, vacant look on my face. It's a cute little picture, a black and white picture of me. But up until now, it has made me quite sad. It's uh, quite often made me cry looking at that photograph because I've been so, I don't know, regretful and uh, uh, kind of down on myself because of the, the life that that little girl went on to lead. And um, I was talking to my sister about it one of one of the nights that we were sitting up and um, chatting and I said to one of my sisters I said we that the subject of that photograph came up and I said oh she makes me sad she you know she makes me cry that little girl and my sister said why and I said go oh, because I said I look at that picture and I think oh if only I could save you from what's ahead of you you know you've you've really got You've got an awful difficult time ahead of you, you poor girl, and I wish I could save you from it. And some of the stuff I couldn't change, but some of the stuff I could, you know, bad decisions and all that stuff. And I said it really upsets me to look at that little girl and to think what she has ahead of her. And uh, my sister said to me, "Well, you need to change that story. You need to, you need to change." The... And I said, "Well, well, I can't. I can't." Can. She said, "Well, you can in the sense that." you need to look at her and say you're going to make it you are going to make it you are going to come out of this you're going to go through some terrible stuff yes you're going to go through some difficulty but you are going to come out the other side you are going to make it you're going to survive and you're going to get stronger and you're going to have an impact on people and you're going and I was like go am i do i and my sister said yeah you don't realize you don't realize the impact that you have on people and you Uh, all that you've been through and you've come out the other side and yeah you you know from now on you need to change the way you look at that photograph and you need to look at her and say you know yes you're going to go through it but you are going to come through it and I thought wow okay never really thought of that never really looked at it that way and it made me kind of think about the way that I look at a lot of the things that I do and a lot of things that I'm doing and I'm doing a course called the Dream Builders course. So it's um, it's it's all about finding a vision for your life, finding a dream for your life, and then how to make those things happen, how to be the type of person who can make those things happen. And, and a lot of it is to do with mindset. A lot of it is to do with how we think and what we believe about ourselves and what we believe about our own potential and what we believe about the things that we are able to do. And how... There's an old quote from Henry Ford that says, whether you believe you can do it or not, you're right. And I never used to be able to understand that. Whether you believe you can, well, 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 I, I don't even understand what that means. But basically, if you believe you can do it, you're right. You can do it. And if you believe you can't do it, you're right. You can't do it. Because it's only in the believing in the possibility, in the believing in yourself, in the believing in your own potential, that actually you can get anything done. And now I've, I think I've, met, I've quoted that before in an earlier uh, episode of this podcast, talking about my belief, whether I can actually, not just whether I can lose my weight, but whether I can actually Deal with the issue of my eating. And I suddenly realized that I need a, a wider view on that. And Dream Builders, the Dream Builders course, has helped me to do that. There's actually going to be a Dream Builders workshop happening next Tuesday. It's a free workshop uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. next Tuesday. If you're interested in finding out more about Dream Builders, I'm going to have a link to that in the show notes. And it's definitely worth investigating. I'm just finding the course is absolutely amazing, really helping me with my mindset. But it made me think about the, the kind of narrative that I've played out in my head, looking at that photograph of myself and looking at my history and how I'm, you know, I'm not lying to myself, I'm not changing, I'm not rewriting history What happened, happened. What I did, I did. What was done to me was done to me. What the medical things and the health issues and all of that stuff and the mental health issues, what has happened has happened. You can't go back and say they didn't happen, but we can rewrite how we look at it. We can rewrite our assessment of the situation. I know somebody who talks about uh, a scenario from their life that happened probably about 25 years ago. And every time they talk about that scenario, they say "Oh, that almost destroyed our family. That situation almost destroyed our family. And I don't think I can ever forgive that person who was involved because they almost destroyed our family. Now, that is true. No, may, they maybe they're slightly exaggerating, but it's true there was a person and there was a situation and it was a, a, very detrimental to the family and all of that stuff. But you could still tell the truth by saying that did not destroy our family. Our family survived that and we are still a family and we are still together and that person no longer has influence in our family or no longer is involved in our family and we made it through that, that situation and we are the stronger for it. We're not denying that it happened. We're not denying that uh, the, a person was involved and it, was, uh, it wasn't good for the family. But what we are changing is our view on the result the end result, changing the view of the end result, like me looking at that photograph of myself and being sad about what that little girl is going to go through, changing that to being thrilled that she went through it and got through it and came out the other side and is all the better for it. I'm still dealing with the, um, I'm I'm still de- you know dealing with the fallout of a lot of that stuff and the fallout of my eating habits and desperately trying to reconcile that and redress it. But in the meantime, I'm still here. I'm stronger, even though I have a lot of weight on me. I believe I'm fitter than I have been for a long time. I'm certainly able to walk longer and stand longer and I'm healthier than I've been. And mental health wise, I'm healthier than I've been for a long time. So I look now at that picture of that little girl and say, you are going to make it. You are going to Get there. You're going to get there and everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to get sorted one way or another. And it's not pretending that it didn't happen. It is just making sure that we um, have a positive outlook on the end result and the potential for the end result. You know, the the old saying, um, it'll be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it means it's not the end. You know, and uh, there's still there's still more to come and everything is going to everything is going to work out. And like I say, it's part of the dream builders narrative is to be positive and to see our own potential and find ways that we can, you know, improve our lot, improve our self-image and have a vision for the best life that we can have. So, yeah, so I'm it was it was it was a hard change to make. It It didn't take long. It didn't take very long, but it was hard because I'd been so long looking at that photograph with the same attitude, and now I, I do you know what do you know what it feels like to me? I have felt that that I need a breakthrough. I've been feeling like that for a couple of years now that I need uh, some sort of breakthrough, and that I've got this wall around me, this kind of concrete doorway, and I can't break out of it. And I don't know if you've ever seen the aha video of Take On Me. You know, that illustrated video where he's bashing against the walls of, he's in this kind of animated box and he's bashing against the walls of the animated box because he wants to break out of them. And that's that's the way I feel at the moment is that I am in this, I, I, need, it, I need to break out of this, this thing that surrounds me. But what I've realised is that it's not actually concrete. It's it's actually brown paper (laughs) that once I find a little once I find a a way to poke a hole in it, I'm going to be able to just rip it open. That is the way I feel about it. I just have to find a place in it where I can just stick my finger through it, poke a hole in it, tear this thing away and I'll actually have, you know, have broken through. I really, really believe that. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I am a Christian, and I've been talking to God about it in the last few days. And I, I I've been saying to Him, "I'm, I'm actually sick of this. I am sick of this. I am sick of not getting any further. I, I don't, I don't want to be stuck in this place. I feel like I've been stuck in this place for years now. This place of not." conquering not breaking through not um not winning not you know I just feel like I'm stuck and I thought I don't want to um I want an abundant life I want a free life I want a life that doesn't have all these restrictions uh, on me and and most of them are in my head and in my heart these restrictions that I feel that I I can't do this and I can't that, and I I wouldn't be able to do that, and I'd never be able to stick to that. And I've realized that I have such a low opinion of myself. And I'm not saying that I should think I'm great, but I shouldn't think I'm rubbish. I shouldn't be sitting around thinking that I'm rubbish. And part of the reason I think why I eat uh, to make myself feel better is because I don't realize that I am actually better. Than I think, um. One of the other things that happened is a few interesting things that happened while I was away, um. With my sisters, is I said, um, oh, I'll just, you know, it was like we'd get to a restaurant or a cafe where we'll you sit, and I said, oh, I'd go in, I'll, I'll go in there, just get out, get out of everybody's way. I'll just go in there, out of everybody's way. And my sister says to me, why do you keep saying that? You know, anytime we go somewhere, you, you say, oh, I'll sit in there, out of everybody's way. You're not, you're not in the way. <laughs> And I'm thinking, I actually feel like I'm in the way. I do. I feel like I'm in the way. I feel like I'm. In, I'm in everybody's way. I'm. I'm a a, a nuisance. A consequence. I'm. Uh, you know. I just. I'm. I'm just going to. I'm just going to go in there because I just. I slip out there. And even though you might think, oh gosh, you're always talking. You're loud. You know. You're funny. You say things. Actually, a lot of the time, if I had the choice. I would slink away from a group of people so as not to be an inconvenience, so as not to be an embarrassment, so as not to be annoying or in the way. Quite often over the years, I've had to force myself to go um, into a, a group of people, even a group of people that I know and love. Like on Sunday mornings, more often than not on Sunday mornings, I'm up the front singing and when I'm in the front of a group of people, it's, it's what I love most. It's, it's where I feel at my freest, is up the front. And I used to feel guilty about that. I used to think I was an attention seeker and I used to think that, I was, um, that it was a bad thing. But up the front, being up the front in front of a crowd of people is where I am living my best life. Whether it's leading the worship of God, whether it's speaking at an event, whether it's teaching a workshop... I love being up the front. I thrive on it. Absolutely love it. But quite often on a Sunday morning after the service, I will hesitate going up for tea and coffee afterwards. So our church building is one building and then our church hall is a separate building. So you come out of the church and it's just, you know, 12, 15 steps to the door of the hall. And quite often I have to force myself to go and have coffee. It's not that I don't want to, it's I'm embarrassed because I've just been up the front and I've been confident and I've done the thing that I do and now that that moment is over, I'm embarrassed and I feel self-conscious and somebody might say, oh, thank you so much for leading or thank you so much for singing, that was lovely and i <laughs> I know it's hard to believe if you know me, you'll probably find this really hard to believe that actually I find that really difficult. If somebody says, oh, you sang that so well, I find that really difficult. And sometimes I really struggle to um, to just go up and sit with people and chat and I, I'll hesitate and I'll delay. And uh, oh, it's, it's terrible. Um, so it's but I'm. I'm finding, I don't want to be like that anymore. I don't want to be constantly thinking I'm in the way or thinking that I'm interrupting or thinking that I'm not, not welcome, not not welcome, but I don't know, just not feeling comfortable um, in a group of people and feeling that I need to be kind of, I need to back away from the group of people and just sit somewhere else, sit on my own, sit on my own at a table on my own. And all of this is... I'm just realising this about myself. I'm realising all of these strange mindsets that I have and I'm, I am want to break out of them. I want to get out of them because I really believe that if I can poke a hole in that brown paper and tear that boundary, which I thought was concrete and impossible to move and now I realise it isn't. If I can tear that away and be free of... The nonsense that slows me down and stops me from achieving the things I could achieve and being the person I could be and uh, that I, I really could move forward in my life, move forward in my own personal kind of development, as it were, and in my spiritual life as well, because I, I really struggle to pray sometimes. I mean, I, I talk to God quite a lot during the day. During the day, as I'm doing things, I'll be talking to God. And, and before I go to sleep, I'll always have a chat with God. And before and when I wake up, I would usually, as I'm waking up, say things to God. But that actual time where you, you stop and steal away a few moments of your own and just concentrate, I I find that hard to do because... I don't know, I don't, I don't want to bother him. I don't want to, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I find it, I find it really hard. I find it hard to take that solo time, um, away from other things, you know, and just stop. Yeah, I find it hard. And I think it's all to do with this kind of mindset that I have, that I'm, that I'm uh, in the way, that I am a nuisance, that I am a consequence, that I, and, um, None of those things are true. Now, there might be people who find me annoying. (laughs) There might be people who find me irritating. There might be people who don't like me. I'm sure there are people who don't like me. I'm sure there are people who don't listen to this because they don't want to hear my voice or don't listen to my radio show because they don't. You know, there's I'm sure there are people. But. I am you know if and if that's how they feel that's absolutely fine, but I am not a person who irritates every single person they interact with and i I used to believe that i I didn't realize I believed it, but that's what I used to believe that every person that i um that I interacted with I was annoying to them or I was a nuisance to them and i've I've suddenly realized that that's what I believe. And and I'll just sit in there out of the way. I'll just go in there and I won't be in anybody's way. And I just, oh, my goodness. Anyway, so, yeah, so I am. Um, yeah, so that I want to change that, that my attitude towards the little girl in that photograph and champion her and cheer her on um, and realize that I have come through. I, yes, I have gone through it, but I have come through it. And I'm so looking forward to continuing with the Dream Builder program and uh, really establishing a good vision for my future. And one of the things about the vision is you have to test the vision and you have to make sure that it's something that lights you up. But also it's something that you need uh, help from a higher power. And it's something that will add to the life of other people, not just your own life. So that's the really great thing about it. It's not just a me, me, me. I want this. I want this. I, it's it has to ha- it has to be something that that pours into other people's lives and it has to be something that you need help from a higher power and so everything about it just resonates with me and i feel it's not something that goes against uh, my life as a christian but it feeds into my life as a christian and i'm just so i'm just so thankful for it so i will put the link to the free uh, vision workshop i'll put a link in the show notes and uh yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate, appreciate you listening. And for those who got in touch to say, where's the episode? Well, here it is. So before I go, just one thing before I finish up, Frankie. What is that about? Oh, there he is, my lamb. Gorgeous boy. Right. So what is that about? Well, oh gosh, I, I've become a woman with a handbag and I, I have owned some beautiful handbags over the years and I love handbags absolutely love them but I hate carrying a handbag I do not like carrying a handbag they're cumbersome I keep forgetting them or I trip over them or they're annoying but now that I need reading glasses It's just one too many things to be bringing around with me because you can throw the keys in the pocket and the phone in the pocket and maybe even the sunglasses case you can shove in a corner of the car or whatever. But now I'm thinking with the reading glasses as well, it's just too many things. I need a bag. So when I was in Italy, I went shopping for a small kind of crossbody handbag and now I am a woman with a handbag. What is that about? I know, Frankie, I know. I I never I've I've really resisted the handbag thing for so, so long, but I just can't carry any more things with me in my pockets. And um, yeah, I've become bag lady. And uh, yeah, it's not something that I wanted, but it's something that I need. And it's like, you know, you're 50 now. You need reading glasses. The time has come. The time has come for me to be a bag lady. What is that about? I know, I know, Frankie, I know, I know. It's just, what well, i tell you what it's about. It's about getting old, getting older. But having said all that, I still feel that there's lots of exciting stuff ahead of me. So it's not too bad. But yeah, the handbag is... Um, yeah, there we go. Anyway, listen, thank you so much for being with me. I will be back in two weeks time. And in the meantime, there will be an email next week. I know I have fallen, fallen flat on the old emails, but I'm back in the swing of things now. And I have a good system going and a good schedule going. So please do sign up for the mailing list. If you go to annmariemiles.co.uk. there's a little form there. You can sign up for the mailing list and I'll be dropping you an email next week. I will see you and you will hear me then. Bye-bye.